0: Well, hey there, I'm Lauren Dimmitt waters and I'm a New York City-based blogger and influencer who's been covering beauty, style, and lifestyle for what seems like forever. But now I'm a woman in midlife who wants to discover all of the secrets to growing younger. I'm ready to explore topics that deal with health and anti-aging, especially when it comes to beauty, fashion, wellness, and longevity. I'll find the foremost experts to unearth what's new, what works, and even what you shouldn't waste your money on. I'm on the hunt for the latest and greatest discoveries and strategies to help us all get through this journey called life with a little humor and a lot of attitude. I want to keep fighting the fight so we can all grow old ungracefully. So welcome to Beauty is a Bitch. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of Beauty is a Bitch. Today, we are going to talk about how your food intake and nutrition and even negative emotions take a toll and affect your skin. My guest today is Dr. Ariel Osted. For over 25 years, he has been a trusted and leading board-certified dermatologist, facial cosmetic surgeon, and dermatologic surgeon, known for his expertise in cosmetic skin rejuvenation, lasers, body contouring, skin cancer surgery, and facial reconstruction. Dr. Osted, founder of a boutique aesthetics practice located in Manhattan's Upper East Side, he is distinguished by his less is more philosophy facial anatomy aptitude, advanced technique, refined results, and impeccable approach to personalized service. He yields international notoriety for his skill in Mohs micrographic surgery for skin cancer, co-authoring Practical Management of Skin Cancer, and contributing associate editor for Journal of Drugs and Dermatology. Dr. Osted received extensive medical training from NYU, Harvard, UCLA, and is a fellow of American Society of Dermatologic Surgery. American Society for Laser Medicine and Surgery, Skin Cancer Foundation, and American Academy of Cosmetic Surgery. He is an associate, a clinical professor at NYU School of Medicine. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Ostad.
1: How Hello. are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's a pleasure to be here with you, your audience. Thank you so much for having me on your, uh, on your podcast, and I'm just excited to get into this and try to give as much information as we can.
0: Well, I'm really excited to talk to you too, because we are going to talk about things that affect our skin, which is something that I am spending way too much time worrying about as I'm watching it degrade as I get a little older. So let's start with my first question, which is how does food intake and nutrition affect the skin?
1: I think that's a, such an important topic. I think you know it's something that we don't really pay as much attention to. But absolutely what we put our, in, our, in our body uh, with inter- regards to our food does really affect our skin health. And, and certainly it affects all our body organs, whether it be cardiovascular system, our gastrointestinal system, our brain. Uh, but skin is one thing that also gets affected. So, uh, you know, one of the things that is so important for years, you know, we talk about how salt can actually raise your blood pressure, how fatty meals can actually increase your cholesterol but one of the things that we're discovering is really how sugar uh, can also be truly a poison. So uh, some of those uh, old adage of like, yes, watch your salt intake, watch your fatty intake is important. But we also have to pay so much attention to the sugar that we sort of uh, add to our diets. And unfortunately, everyone's on the go here. The way our lifestyle and the industrial society is, it's really about just kind of foods that we heat up, cook, you know, Fast food, and there's a lot of processed food, and the processed food unfortunately causes a, tr- causes a tremendous amount of inflammation in our body, has a lot of added sugars to it. And there's a lot of research that's coming out now that shows that uh, basically added sugars uh, or processed food does increase uh, our chance of what we call insulin resistance and that added sugar in our diet. Uh, not only gets converted to fat, but with regards to our body, it does lead to systemic inflammation. That systemic inflammation can drive up heart disease, can drive up brain disease such as dementia, Alzheimer's, but it definitely affects aging. Uh, and what happens is that uh, added sugar uh, really causes that, uh, what we call glycemic index, that excess excess sugar intake, Uh, methylates our tissues. And what that means is that it methylates our collagen and then our collagen is actually degraded quicker. So for sure, you know, food breaks down collagen. So it's so important to be eating like a healthy diet.
0: And what do you say a healthy diet is? Like, what do you? So so
1: there's, there's a lot of sort of controversy about, you know, what a healthy diet is. Obviously, it depends on what someone's goal is. Some people are trying to sort of lose body fat. And then there's like ketogenic diet. There is what we call Atkins diet, you know. um, But when it comes to studies that have proven to help incorporate a healthy diet, which improves all our skin health, is what we call the Mediterranean diet. And that Mediterranean diet is what we incorporate, you know, lots of vegetables, fruits, olive oil in our diet. you know mixing that with plant based uh, obviously foods, so obviously lots of uh you know legumes nuts uh grains um, vegetables uh, when you look at actually parts of the world where people actually live to be over you know a hundred uh whether it be parts of the you know Europe parts of Japan, and you look at what these people are eating uh they are definitely eating a diet that's Mediterranean where they're incorporating lots of fruits, vegetables, unprocessed food, food that's really not broken down, not packaged. It's made in the house. You can actually eat even, you know, healthy meat that basically doesn't have uh, a lot of excess kind of, uh, un, you know, corn fed stuff to, to a cow. Um, and uh, obviously lots of legumes, nuts, uh, and and so that to me is an inc- incredible aspect, which has been proven to actually reduce inflammation. So when you reduce inflammation in your body, you not only help all your internal organs, but you help your skin.
0: I just watched the uh, Blue Zones on Netflix. Yes.
1: Yes. So Blue Zones, for those of you who may not know, Blue Zones are parts of the zones in in, in the world where... Uh, people have been shown to live beyond uh, like a hundred years old and these people who live in the blue zones, whether it be parts of Europe, parts of Japan uh, these are people who uh, generally have been shown to live on a Mediterranean diet they live a stress free life uh, they they are they have a purpose in life they're actually in their farms they are contributing, they're working they're active they have a social circle and uh, and these are individuals who, Overall, between a healthy diet, having a purpose in life, having a community, um, all of that combined leads to a healthier living. And those people have beautiful skin.
0: Yeah, I was amazed to see some of them. They were just beautiful and just aging differently than you see Well, where I am in New York. And, you know, we think we take care of ourselves. And I think that uh, you really have to make a concerted effort. Most of us are in a hurry. We grab something, there's sugar being added to our food that we're not even aware of. Um, you know, so it's really important to check labels, to eat whole foods, shop the perimeter of a store, you know, uh, try to buy organic as much as you can. I agree. I'm, it is I, so
1: true. It is. You know. I love that what you just said. You know, it's funny that unfortunately, you know, when you go through medical school, nutrition is not a big part of actually medical school teaching. So I didn't learn anything about nutrition. It's all about treating symptoms. So as a physician, the thought process is about if someone presents to you with a complaint, you just kind of unfortunately throw a medication to reduce Those ailments, those symptoms, but we're not really getting to the source of the problem. And the source of the problem has been shown to be majority of it is actually our food intake. So nutrition awareness becomes so critical, and it's not something that is really taught. Um, And so it requires, you know, for your viewers, for your audience who's listening, I highly recommend it's about really educating ourselves about the foods that we put in our body. And 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 again, part of the challenge is a couple of things. Number one we're all on the go. We're all busy. So it's not like we have access to, let's say, uh, you know, the time to cook in your kitchen, but unfortunately that's what it takes. And, um, and it's about looking at the labels. It's about now I'm really careful. I see whatever I put in my body. I look at the label to see how much added sugar for every, you know, for every teaspoon uh, of added sugar, that's, you know, or four grams. They usually don't, equate like how many teaspoons, but four grams of added sugar is like one teaspoon of sugar. And that accumulates over time. And that leads to insulin resistance, which leads to fat accumulation, obesity, heart disease, Alzheimer's, dementia, uh, joint issues, uh, certainly skin aging with wrinkling. So it's about really, really, really paying attention to our food
0: intake. I agree. It's, I, but I think the conversation starting. It's happening. Like I, I was thrilled to see that this Blue Zones docu series is ranked in the top ten. That makes me really happy. That means people are watching it. Hopefully, they're taking away some things from it, and that you know, I myself, I um, I'm eating beans more. I've since I wow. watched it. I'm making sure I eat a couple of beans a day, and you know, replacing meat with beans and things like that. Like even things I'm a healthy eater and I know that I have room for improvement. I think we all do. And I still believe life is for the living. If you want to have a piece of cake once in a while, absolutely. You should have a piece of cake, but you know, just be aware you go out to eat all the time. You don't know what they're putting in your food. Even if you think you're controlling, (laughs) like saying, I want this on the side. I want this broiled. I want the, you know, they're still slipping butter in there and everything else. So it tastes good. So, so
1: true. So m- on my experience, I've been on a journey of eating better. I've lost a few pounds and a lot of it is just really paying attention to what, imp- what I put in my body. I used to eat like a croissant in the bre- in for breakfast. I cut that out. I try to eat like, you know, hard boiled eggs, try to incorporate protein. I try to incorporate fiber. Um, like you said, once in a while, it's okay to live life and enjoy life, but I really have cut out sweets uh, I just eat a lot more vegetables. Even what you said, like even on your salad dressing, salad dressing can have a lot of sugar, which we're not aware
0: of. Make so, your own. Make your yes. own. It's really easy. Yep. Right. Yep. yep. I, I make my own. I have not bought a bottled salad dressing. Well, there is one I buy that I actually like, but I know every ingredient in there and I use it sparingly, but usually I make you. I make my own. not like that difficult. Any-
1: yeah. Right. So like you said, it's really about just, you know, getting disciplined, paying attention. In the beginning, it's hard because your brain, unfortunately, the addiction centers of the brain play against your intellectual awareness uh, because the brain, unfortunately, is programmed to be rewarded with the sweets, the sweets, the processed food. Uh, no one really understands how, but it does influence the addiction centers where you crave. There's that craving where you yeah. want those sweets. So in the first couple of weeks, it's really challenging, but at some point your reward centers get rewired and, 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 and you are able, it makes it a little easier to avoid those things.
0: Sugar is a little hard to give up. I'm not going to lie at first, but you get used to it, you know, and, and it's okay to get it from fruit. I just don't eat fruit all yeah. day long, but have a piece of fruit here and there. I mean, it's still sugar, but at least it's natural sugar. It's yeah. just watch the other things the cookies and like, there's nothing nutritional in that for you anyway.
1: Absolutely. And they're highly
0: palatable, which means they make you want to crave, they crave more and you're not, you're not satisfied. And so you eat more. I'm, I, I know. And it's like preaching to the choir, but if you want your skin to age, well, you need to really start taking this seriously, you know? Um, but not like, not, you don't have to be neurotic about it. Just, you know, make these changes and, you'll start to see a difference. I have. I've noticed a difference in my skin since I've really been focusing on what I eat and lost a few pounds too, which is always nice.
1: (laughs) You not not only lose the pounds and one of the things that this Mediterranean diet does because of the enormous amount of antioxidants within a Mediterranean diet where you're incorporating legumes, vegetables, antioxidants repair inflammation, repair your collagen layers. So it actually can help create increased blood flow to your skin. Uh, We all talk about in the modern world of cosmetic procedures to incorporate topical products on your skin, which are antioxidants, and there's nothing against that. I think those are all added boosts. Those are all great. However, you can do so much by just incorporating antioxidants into your diet. And that further also just increases blood flow, stimulates collagen. it, It just reduces inflammation, which breaks down. So uh, you know, incorporate that Mediterranean diet in, you, in your food. It means you can still eat your meat. You don't have to stay, you, like you said. Yeah. You don't have to be, you have to
0: be vegan. You don't have to be vegetarian. Yeah. You Not can still all. just maybe cut down, replace some of the meat with beans, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. find Incorpor- some, fiber. Right. Fiber yep. is an
1: important aspect. So vegetables okay. also give you the fiber you need uh, to just have increased, you know, bowel movement, proper yeah of your gut, increase your microbiome. That's another important thing that Mediterranean diet does, is that it improves our healthy bacteria. Our healthy bacteria improve our immune system, so they cut down on infections, they cut down on risk of cancer. And certainly, one thing I can tell you as a skin cancer surgeon, people who uh, don't have a healthy diet and are overweight, I see for sure more incidences of skin cancer in those individuals.
0: Not Interesting. Just- Interesting. So there's yeah. a correlation. Okay. Yeah.
1: I find people who eat a healthy life, uh, who, who, who eat a health, who have a healthy diet. They definitely have less inflammation and less chance of sun damage, less chance of precancers.
0: So it's preventative. I mean, it's, yeah. you're also doing this for preventative, right? And we're also seeing, I've, I just read that, uh, Young that colon cancer is getting it's affecting younger and younger yeah, uh, now sure. we're seeing people in their twenties and thirties where it used to be quote unquote an old person's disease. it is not any longer, and that's a hundred percent attributed to the our diet
1: without a doubt
0: without a doubt um yeah. you know, I'm and I'm worried me. about my children i'm you know really I mean my kids sneak sugar every chance they can even if I don't keep it in the house I know that they're they're at the age now where they can go buy soft drinks. They can go buy candy, whatever. And I, I, I know my one son is a sugar addict, 100%. Yeah.
1: So I, I have a similar issue. I have an eight-year-old and my eight-year-old, uh, through watching his YouTube videos, yep. he's being yep. targeted with, uh, you know, soft drinks that all the yep. kids know. Uh, and unfortunately, they're promoted as a healthy soft drink because they have zero calories. and And then unfortunately, they say no high fructose corn syrup. Uh, but yet they have these other artificial sweeteners that are just as bad for you because they're still driving insulin resistance. There's an epidemic in even kids with obesity uh, where unfortunately uh, this is something you wouldn't see 20 years ago and they're developing what's called non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and it's all from the sugar. So it's really unfortunate and unfortunately that chronic can lead like you said to all sorts of heart issues like you said an increased incidence of colon cancer because it is it is just throwing off all our good bacteria the bad bacteria sort of thrive on sugar
0: exactly cancer thrives on sugar yes Yeah. yeah oh okay let's let's go on to another topic that affects the skin and can you how do negative emotions take a toll on the skin now we're moving from food to thought.
1: Sure. So that is uh, another very important aspect of, of what drives uh, skin health. And that is uh, our mood, our, our our negative emotions. So uh, again, living in an industrial society, we all have a, a lot of stress, uh, especially obviously getting over the pandemic, uh, but just the stress of life in general. Um There are many studies that show that chronic stress can affect your immune system. So negative emotions such as anger, frustration, um, you know, hating your, let's say, your friend, your boss, your spouse, your ex, you know, uh, your ex-spouse, and all of that uh, just causes our body to release stress hormones. The stress hormone is primarily cortisol and cortisol promotes inflammation. Uh, and that inflammation is the same inflammation that happens with a bad diet. So it's about really at the end, the, the end thing is reducing inflammation. So uh, when you're in a what we call a fight or flight mode because of your negative emotions, that fight or flight mode it puts you in what we call survival. You're not really thriving at that point. Uh, and that is primarily from a Neurotransmitter standpoint, you're now releasing the good endorphins that you need to to, to release. You're releasing stress hormones, and, and cortisol just drives inflammation. And at the end of the day, that can lead to high blood pressure, heart attacks, strokes, um, and affecting your immunity. And from a and certainly, once you have cortisol production with regards to your skin, it, that inflammation ends up still releasing basically breakdown of your collagen layer. Uh, so it is so important to be in what we call stillness, calmness, practicing meditation, being aware. I think awareness is the first step. It's about really being aware of your emotions and then being able to quickly turn that around as hard as it is. And it's become the, you have to almost make it habitual.
0: Um, Especially now, it just seems everybody is just so pissed off all the time. Everybody's yeah. I just I really think this pandemic and being locked down and. It just, it created a lot of mental health issues and anger. I've never witnessed so much anger and, you know, people are just so quick to snap and it's sad because you could tell it's taking a toll on people's health too. I mean, you can tell. I agree.
1: Yeah. More than ever, I think we live in a polarized society. I think the messages that are being sort of coming at us through the media, the newspapers is further aggravating that. And I think we're just in this heightened state of emotion, negative emotion. And that just drives our fight or flight response. There's, there's, you know, two, uh, we have two nervous systems. There's what we call the sympathetic system. And then there's the parasympathetic system. The sympathetic system is the fight or flight mode. When you're really angry, frustrated, uh, it's kind of the fear response. And, uh and like you said, those anger emotions activate your sympathetic system that release cortisol, what we call noradrenaline. Uh, and that just raises your blood pressure. It makes you want to close up, fight, and that leads to, to really inflammation, which um, besides all that stuff we mentioned affects your skin. But then you want to activate your parasympathetic system. Uh, your parasympathetic system is more calming. It relaxes you, lowers your blood pressure. Uh, and um, so, We need, just need, just need to be more aware of, of that.
0: And I, like, I find meditation helps. I'm not doing, unfortunately, I'm not doing it as much as I did before the pandemic, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I am trying to get back into it and I do find it really helps. It really does. Um, Just taking some time to calm, be calm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I learned about meditation through the pandemic. Uh, again, as a physician being analytical, it's not something that I was taught, but I realized the power of meditation because when you're training your mind to just get rid of all that anxiety and it's calming, it activates your parasympathetic system and you can actually sprout new neurons, new connections, and you're able to just, uh, be much calmer. But I agree with you, since I've been back to work now full time, I don't have the time. And I see the shift, I see the change, I see that I am a little bit more quick to getting agitated, aggravated. So I try to incorporate that, you know, um, on the weekends, Uh, I try to listen to a couple of my apps I have installed on my phone, I try to take five minutes before I start seeing patients to just meditate and just, just kind of have an intention of what my day is going to be like being positive and that helps a bit. But, um, yep. I think it's so important, important to incorporate all of that along with obviously exercise and, and proper
0: nutrition. Yeah. And like how many hours are in the day? Exactly. I mean, we can yeah. only do so much. I got it. Especially when you have
1: kids. Yeah. Oh. You're working. It's just not enough time in a day.
0: And that things always happen during the day that you're not expecting to happen. You get curveballs throwing at you all. You're like this and you know, <laughs> So So meditation takes a back, you know, and it's sometimes I just sit in my car in the driveway. I pull in and I just sit there for like, my neighbors must think I'm insane because I'll sit there for like five minutes and I just like breathe. I just do some deep breathing and chill before I walk back into the house, especially if everybody's home.
1: (laughs) I love what you said. So it's the same issue for me. I make sure I sort of get up earlier than everybody else in the house. So that- I can just literally close my eyes, do some deep breathing. That again activates the parasympathetic system. Just just try to be in stillness, and then I try to listen to podcasts that help help sort of further like support what I want my day to be like. That's
0: you know what that's really good, and just think that's also helping your skin. That's amazing. Yeah,
1: absolutely. That's,
0: so, can you share? Treatments. Let's let's move on to treatments. Okay. Let's get away from okay. Let's say we're doing the diet, we're eating well, we're doing we're eating Mediterranean, we're meditating, we're in a good headspace, but we still want to do some skin treatments. What are ones you recommend for women over forty, over fifty, midlife women? What do you recommend? Absolutely.
1: Before we do that, if I can just add two other things that oh, I think sure, in terms of lifestyle, that's okay. I appreciate oh, yeah. it so much. This has been great. We talked about nutrition. We talked about uh, our thoughts, uh, sleep is really critical. As hard as it is, please make sure you get enough rest. Again, I know we talk about how busy we are and work, but you got to like get in your truly, ideally, seven to eight hours of sleep. I don't get it, but I try to <laughs> try to incorporate that. We got to be mindful of like you but know. We game aim for
0: it. it, right?
1: We aim for it, yeah. and then the other thing is exercise. And exercise could be just walking. Those are two things I really wanted to just throw in there because that I think is an important aspect of skin health. Uh, I agree.
0: I agree. Especially also as we age, um, both of those things become even more essential. I think you can get away with less sleep when you're in your twenties, but when you're in midlife, you need your sleep and it's harder. I know I have a harder time actually sleeping now than I used to. I used to sleep like a log and now I find, you know, my thoughts wake me up. Um, you know, uh or you know needing to go to the restroom in the middle of the night yeah. that I didn't use you yeah. know things like that, these all wake me up, and then, of course, there's working out, and that's so important exercise, I think, is something that we should all be doing until we can no longer do it, and that should be our goal and especially weight training, I think is super important for muscle tone, and you know as we age, it becomes really important, yeah, more important and
1: and, and that is and that is uh. So important. You know, you're talking about muscle tone and you're talking about some, you know, uh, treatments that you can do. Ironically, just like muscle tone is really good for your bones. It's good for your muscles, but we lose muscle tone in our face too, as we age. And and, and part of the aging process where everything falls down and, you know, leads to jowling has to do with our muscles becoming more flaccid. They lose their tonicity. They lose their tone. Uh, So, uh, ironically, there was a study in a reputable journal that shows that you can, if you can actually every day for 30 minutes exercise your facial muscles, it actually decreases aging because it improves jowling. Now, who has really 30 minutes? And this is a study that showed over a course of eight weeks if you exercise your muscles for 30 minutes. But what, there is an effective treatment that we incorporate into the office. It's called M Face, uh, where we can actually apply these pads over your face, and these pads deliver contractions deep into your muscles and that contractions of your selective muscles that are responsible for lifting your face. So these are called elevators on your cheeks. When you actually stimulate these elevators through these electrode pads on the skin, we increase their muscle strength. And when you increase the muscle strength, you actually are able to lift the jawline. When you put this pad on the forehead and improve the tonicity, the tone of your forehead muscles, it lifts to a brow elevation. Uh, it's a treatment called M-Face. It delivers like 70,000 contractions in a span of 20 minutes. And it requires a series of four treatments a week apart. And the results show that you can actually not only improve your jawline, it's not going to give you results of a facelift, but for someone who has some mild jow- jowling, it's a great treatment. It lifts your eyebrows slightly, but more importantly, it, just, it's, it, it does increase blood flow to your face. It does improve collagen production. So that is a treatment that has a, no downtime that you can do. It does require some maintenance about once every six months you come in and you do a repeat treatment.
0: And it's needle, it's non-surgical. needle. Yeah, it's non-surgical.
1: Right? Yeah, no no needles at all.
0: Okay. What, what other ones?
1: What else? So I find, you know, the bread and butter treatments that are involved with aging have to do with loss of collagen, loss of volume. You know, once we reach in our 30s, we're losing a percent of our collagen every year. So in a decade, we lose like 10% of our collagen every decade.
0: So from 30 to 40, you've lost 10%.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it adds up. So over the course of like four or five decades, you can be losing like, you know, 30 to 50% of your collagen. So I find uh, the mainstay treatment in terms of keeping your, your skin looking great are, are fillers. And they're primarily these fillers called HA. It stands for hyaluronic acid fillers. And hyaluronic acid filler, hyaluronic acid is a component of our connective tissue, which means our collagen. It's found all over our skin. It's found in our heart. It's found in our GI tract. It's found in our bones. So by injecting HA fillers, they come in a variety of different formulations, consistencies, viscosities, brand names, uh, and they're extremely safe, and we, when it's injected methodically, properly with someone who understands the aesthetics and not overfilling someone, you can definitely improve the jawline by adding fillers to what we call the upper lateral aspect of the cheeks, the cheekbones. You can create nice fuller cheekbones. You can elevate the jawline. You can reduce the laugh lines. Um, I, I, that, that's the bread and butter of. It improving aging uh these days over the last year i see a lot more people who come in uh, having some hesitations about being overfilled based on what they see on television based on what they see you know online celebrities, celebrities, right? celebrities exactly right, right. So, so it does require um for me to just communicate and explain to them that Unfortunately, some people are are overfilled. I'm not sure exactly what's transpiring in that exam room where people are led to have those injections. But the key is as long as it's done properly with the right amount, it looks amazing. There's so many people walking around with fillers that you would never know. So obviously the best results is somebody who's had just the right amount, but nobody knows that that's what they had and they look great. What
0: about, what are your thoughts on like, um, radiofrequency, yeah. uh, things like that.
1: Yeah. So I love uh, our Morpheus treatment. It's called Morpheus Aid, which A lot is a of people combi- are
0: talking about this now, right? Yeah.
1: Which is a combination of radiofrequency and microneedling. It's where basically it's a treatment that delivers through tiny little pins, this radiofrequency energy, which is delivering heat under the skin. And that heat basically stimulates our collagen to develop further. It can be used on all body parts. So for example, on the face, we use it to get rid of crepey skin, whether it's crepey skin under the eyes, whether it's crepey skin on the face with lots of wrinkles, whether it's somebody with acne scars, um, whether it's it's someone with like hyperpigmentation and then moving off the face for somebody who's got some neck crepiness Uh, for people who have sort of arms or body crepiness from like post childbirth. Uh, as we, unfortunately, our tissues expand, whether it's through uh, pregnancy or whether it's it's just through loss of collagen, our skin gets crepey. So I get a lot of complaints where people say, you know, I hate the way my thighs look, my arms look. Uh, I hate the way my abdomen looks uh, because I've got like this crepeiness to, to my skin. Uh, so it is an amazing body tightening procedure. Uh, it's basically a treatment that just easily, we requires putting some numbing cream. It can be painful if it's, you're not properly prepared for it through proper numbing cream. Uh, and basically, it's a series of three to five sessions, and you're just stimulating a lot of collagen so that the area gets tighter. So it's just a great treatment for body tightening. Uh,
0: and then, what about my Elevate? Can you talk about mm-hmm. that?
1: Sure. I love uh, my Elevate procedure. It's a procedure that I've been doing for about a year and a half now. Um, One of the common complaints I get is, what can I do for my neck? These are people who've had the Botox. Ding,
0: ding, ding. Yep, yep. (laughs) have had their fillers. Yep. But
1: but there's a mismatch between their face and their neck, and you know obviously the neck is a telltale sign of aging. And and with what happens with aging is not only you get the crepiness, you get these vertical bands that begin to develop. These two bands, the skin kind of gets saggy, wrinkly. Uh, you know topical creams can only do a little bit in terms of improving your skin texture and tone. Uh, a lot of people don't want to go through a surgery, which requires a lot of downtime, swelling, expense, cost, time. Uh, but there's, uh, Elevate is a minimally invasive skin, neck skin tightening procedures. It's utilizing basically a suture. Uh, it's an absorbable suture that is basically passed from one ear to the other ear and back to the other ear. And it is a procedure that suspends all the tissues up. So improves your jawline, improves your neck. It is not what you typically may have heard as thread lifts.
0: I was going to say, this isn't a thread lift? This is
1: not a thread lift. I've done done thread lifts in the past. I don't do them anymore. I find they really last maybe about six months. And there's potential issues with thread lifts with like asymmetry. This is something completely different. Uh, Thread lifts are basically a a thread that's placed that's absorbable. This is a permanent suture. And it's a permanent suture that is passed under your chin and under your jawline. And it's basically attached to what we call the mastoid bone which is the bone behind your ear. Um, uh, And basically it gets anchored there and this suture is able to really lift up all our glands, all our soft tissue, and it just really creates incredible definition in your angle between your chin, your neck, your chin and your neck. So it's just a lifting method. And that suture is permanent. So if the results are not going away, your results will easily last you about five years. And it's a well, procedure that's that was my next into, question.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: It, you know, it's a procedure we do in the office under local anesthesia. It takes usually about an hour. We combine it with other modalities depending on how the patient presents. Some people have fullness on their neck, so it requires some liposuction ahead of time. Uh, generally, before we do the My elevate procedure, we also um, do a radiofrequency treatment where we insert a, ca- a, 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 a what we call a catheter under the skin to deliver energy under the skin, similar to Morpheus, except Morpheus is from the outside in through tiny needles. This is a tiny catheter that tightens the skin underneath and then we go ahead and do the my elevate procedure. So it's just an amazing treatment for the neck.
0: And like what kind of like what percentage improvement would you say? I mean it's you said it's not like surgery but and I know like thread lift which I had uh many years ago. I'd say I had like maybe 10 to 20 percent improvement. Yeah, I would say I agree
1: with you. that assessment is accurate with thread lifts. I would say to you, my elevate is a significant, significantly different mm-hmm. procedure. Where, because of its permanent nature, and because you know, with thread lifts, you're just kind of inserting this little thread under the skin, uh, uh, and just pulling back tissue. This permanent suture is being attached behind your bone, and it's being cr- Passed across twice, so your results are significantly more. I we have we have had patients who have seen truly like a fifty percent
0: improvement. Oh, great!
1: Fifty percent improvement. Okay. Um, Again, it's not a it doesn't it's it's not a neck lift procedure. But for people who don't want to go through a neck lift and don't want to have the scars and you know the recovery and downtime, um, some people will require a neck lift surgery if they have a tremendous amount of heaviness and loose skin. Uh, but for people who have mild to moderate laxity, uh, the MyElevate procedure does such a beautiful job of really lifting up their chin and
0: jawline. Okay. I just learned something new today. That's great. Um, all right. So is that is that it as far as the non-invasive kind of w- things that I we can say, do? I
1: would say the bread and butter is obviously Botox for the dynamic lines. These are lines that are due to expression, mm-hmm. fillers we talked about. Um, we talked about Morpheus as, a, as basically a treatment to stimulate collagen. There's still your typical lasers that are incredible. Like, you know, coming into the fall, we see a lot of patients who have had a lot of sun damage with brown spots. So we get a lot of patients who have hyperpigmentation. And the ideal treatment for that is our lasers, such as Fraxel. Uh, Fraxel does such a great job of just clearing this really incredible, like glowing skin, getting rid of your brown spots. I have a fair number of patients with rosacea. Uh, rosacea is a condition where you flush easily, you get red. Uh, typically, it's associated in some people with some acne, but the majority of people just kind of have this red look to their face, whether it's you know on their cheeks, their chin, their nose. So there's what we call vascular lasers that target rosacea to get rid of redness. Um, so, um, and then we talked about really Morpheus for the body. One thing that I've been doing more of uh, is uh, utilizing the power of uh, your own stem cells within your body, within your own blood. So uh, I'm a big proponent of what we call PRP. PRP stands for platelet-rich plasma. It's where we take your own blood and we separate it and take the clear component, which is packed with platelets. And platelets uh, are circulating cells within our body that when there's an injury, platelets go there and heal that area. So you can utilize the healing powers of your platelets by basically injecting it into the face. Uh, And platelets release all sorts of antioxidants, growth factors that increase blood flow to your face. So it creates a glowing look. It can stimulate collagen. Uh, So uh,
0: I've done yeah. it. It's amazing. Yeah.
1: yeah. It really just gives yeah. an incredible glow to your skin.
0: It's what everybody, you might know it as uh, the vampire facial, which I know yeah. I'm allowed to say. You're probably not allowed to say. I know that. <laughs> so, yeah, you've seen it. It's where you see people walking around with blood on their face a little bit. Yeah. It's their own blood. Um, yeah.
1: So so there are a few ways to like you know, vampire facial if you like it's obviously where through needles you deliver right. you, you that's deliver where the blood's right. coming
0: from is the needles. Right. Yes. Not yeah. not are not pouring your blood because you're only pouring yeah. the clear because it's been separated. Yep. You're pouring the clear platelets back on. So yep.
1: so what I do now, that's certainly the vampire facial is one way, but what I do now is I actually take that PRP and as opposed to like deliver it through tiny little pinpricks, through a little cannula, which is a blunt, flexible instrument can actually insert insert that cannula and inject the PRP under the skin. So you don't have to have that vampire sort of right. bloody look to your face.
0: And that helps with scarring too, doesn't it? Yeah, it yeah. helps with
1: scarring. Right. It improves hollows like under the eyes. It improves fine lines. And, and I, get in, I, I do run into patients who really will say, I don't want to have anything to do with fillers. I'm very natural. I don't want anything, even though fillers are very natural. Uh, so Uh, We can use the regenerative powers of your own body. Their own body.
0: Yeah, Yeah. injecting their own body back. Right. And just in somewhere else in a different form. So let's talk about, you have a new neck refining treatment in your line of medical grade skincare. Uh, And can you tell us why taking care of the neck is so important for women? Like what's in, I've been using it. I'm holding it up so you can see it. I really like it actually. It's got a wonderful, um, it feels really good. It's nice and thick. (laughs) <laughs> so, tell us about this. So,
1: so you know, the development of the neck refining cream came about because, as I mentioned, you know, the neck is is a stubborn area for so many women, and you know, they the people, you know, there are all sorts of products that are available for the face, whether it be antioxidants, uh, you know, retin retinols, and uh, but the neck is something that's extremely frustrating. A lot of those products that you put on your face, if you put it on your neck, it's too harsh and it's really irritating. So uh, that was the purpose behind me sort of coming up with a neck cream. So I am extremely proud of my neck cream. Year, years of research have gone into it. So it's, it's a product that has what we call a retinoid in it. It's a gentle retinoid that doesn't irritate your skin. It's called pinnacolone. Uh, It also has vitamin C as an antioxidant. It has vitamin E as an oxidant. It has ferulic acid as an antioxidant. So there's a fair amount of antioxidants in there. And then in addition, it has a growth factor in there called kinetin, which helps stimulate collagen. So all these products that I mentioned to you, there's science behind them uh, that have been shown to stimulate collagen. So whether it's antioxidants, retinoids, growth factors... Uh, and it, it, it goes on your face, on your neck. So you put it on, you initially start out putting it on two to three times a week and you gradually build it up to every night. And it's been shown to just help with crepiness. It helped to basically smooth out the skin. So it's something that I'm really proud of. And my patients love it. People who have used it tell me they see a huge difference.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I like it. And I've tried a lot of neck creams. I mean, you know, you can't, it's not gonna, I always have people, I have a lot of women ask me what neck cream I recommend. I'm like, well, what is it? What is the goal that you're looking for? Because you know, it's not gonna, it's not gonna all of a sudden make your neck tight again. You know, there's yeah, so important, right? I'm and you so have to keep I'm your sure. your expectations in check.
1: Yeah. Right. So it is not a treatment that's going to replace surgery. It's not a treatment that's going to replace procedures. Those are still the mainstay treatment. Um, it, but for someone who's got some issues with some crapiness, it is just an added resource, an added resource that you incorporate to just be able to do something at home to make your results even better. Love it. Love but it. as a standalone treatment, like you said, it really depends on what the patient, how the patient presents.
0: Yeah. I have. Yeah. It's amazing. Incredible to me. How many women ask me? So obviously the neck is. As we know, the first thing it seems to go, the telltale, that in the hands seem to tell your age and uh, you present with your face and your neck is right under your face. (laughs) It's holding it up. And unfortunately, it seems to age a little faster than the rest of our body. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's definitely an area of concern. (laughs) This has been great. Is there anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? There's so much information here, so much we can do. But there's things that we can do uh, that are non-surgical, things that we have the control mm-hmm. to help our skin age better, which I love. And I love hearing about doctors now being preventative and not just reacting to issues, but helping us prevent them. It's it's, yeah. it's nice to see it moving in that direction.
1: I appreciate it. I think we touched upon really important things. I think... Uh, I think so important to just be aware of, of our thoughts, our emotions, uh, you know, negative emotions. We talked about how lead to inflammation as a result it can lead to acne, eczema, psoriasis, even increase in skin cancer. So I really want to highlight the importance of our thoughts, nutrition, um, exercise, sleep, sleep, and, yeah. <laughs> right. All so, of it. Um,
0: it's a whole, it's a whole, I would, I'd say trifecta, but I think we said four different things. Um, yeah. and it's it's amazing. It's but it's it's great that we can take things in our own hands to a point. And also, I think everybody should be watching this Netflix docu-series about yeah, I'm gonna the I'm going to watch Zone, that. Maybe. I
1: didn't realize there was actually something that was on
0: Oh, it's Blue so Zone. good. Uh, you, yeah, it yeah. basically you you're, you're going to be like, "Oh yeah, I knew that. I knew it's, you know, but they travel to Okinawa, they go to Sardinia, yeah. they uh Costa Rica. It's amazing. Even my husband watched it, who could care less about any of, I mean, you know, he's not as into it as I am. Let's put it yes. that way. So sure. I was very, so everybody, that's your homework assignment to watch yeah. Blue Zones and yours too, Dr. Host. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. No, I enjoy talking to you. This is all so important to me. I am, I'm on my own journey of longevity and making sure that I stay healthy so I can keep up with my kids. Yep making sure that I'm nimble and flexible and and I want to look my best as well. And it just makes me feel confident and good. So all of this is something that I very much believe in and try to follow.
0: And it's not just how we look. It's also our quality of life. I mean, you know, I always say, you know, I would love to live to be a hundred, but if I spend from 80 to a hundred, you know, out of it and miserable and in pain and, you know, that's not how I want to, I want to be a, I want to be a vibrant 100.
1: Yeah. I see truly the challenges that my parents are going through being in their eighties and they are really uncomfortable in pain, joint issues, and it's hard for them to sleep because they're in pain. And I, and I realized that no one's immune to those things and you want to do everything you can to hopefully, as you said, your quality of life is good so that you can be active and enjoy life and move around, be pain free and and still have nice skin.
0: And still a nice, skin, correct. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we want nice skin. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to talk with us. And uh, we're going to wrap it up. If you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out a lot. I have a new pro-aging podcast bi-weekly. I promise it'll be bi-weekly now. So please contact Lauren at com for sponsorship opportunities. Take care, everyone. Be good to your skin. And remember... Watch the Blue Zones. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye.